Good morning and welcome to this reflection for Sunday the 14th of February 2021. My name is Catherine Coslett and I am the curate in the northwest hub of Church Wigan. Today's reading is 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 to chapter 11 verse 15 and I shall be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. However, the reflection will focus on chapter 10. I myself, Paul, appeal to you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. I, who am humble when face to face with you, but bold towards you when I am away. I ask that when I am present, I need not show boldness by daring to oppose those who think that we are acting according to human standards. Indeed, we live as human beings, but we do not wage war according to human standards. For the weapons of our warfare are not merely human, but they have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle raised up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. We are ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Look at what is before your eyes. If you are confident that you belong to Christ, remind yourself of this, that just as you belong to Christ, so also do we. Now, even if I boast a little too much of our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for tearing you down, I will not be ashamed of it. I do not want to seem as though I am trying to frighten you with my letters, for they say, his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Let such people understand that what we say by letter when absent, we will also do when present. We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who commend themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they do not show good sense. We, however, will not boast beyond limits, but will keep within the field that God has assigned to us, to reach out even as far as you. For we were not overstepping our limits when we reached you. We were the first to come all the way to you with the good news of Christ. We do not boast beyond limits, that is, in the labour of others, but our hope is that, as your faith increases, our sphere of action among you may be greatly enlarged, so that we may proclaim the good news in lands beyond you, without boasting of work already done in someone else's sphere of action. Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not those who commend themselves that are approved, but those whom the Lord commends. I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me. I feel a divine jealousy for you, for I promised you in marriage to one husband to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you submit to it readily enough. I think that I am not in the least inferior to these super-apostles. I may be untrained in speech, but not in knowledge. 
Certainly in every way and in all things we have made this evident to you. Did I commit a sin by humbling myself so that you might be exalted? Because I proclaimed God's good news to you free of charge. I robbed other churches by accepting support from them in order to serve you. And when I was with you and was in need, I did not burden anyone, for my needs were supplied by friends who came from Macedonia. So I refrained and will continue to refrain from burdening you in any way. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boast of mine will not be silenced in the regions of Archaea. And why? Because I do not love you? God knows I do. And what I do, I will also continue to do, in order to deny an opportunity to those who want an opportunity to be recognised as our equals in what they boast about. For such boasters are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is not strange if his ministers also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. Their end will match their deeds. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 heralds the beginning of what some call Paul's severe letter. Paul is facing opposition from Jewish Christians who are calling into question his apostleship even going so far as to suggest that he is not a true servant of Christ. Paul begins his defence with meekness and gentleness, or humility. The way we speak with others, both inside and outside of the church, is important. As Jesus' representatives, how we act and what we say should provide others with a glimpse of what Jesus is like. It is important that we consider the light in which we reflect him. We must treat people in the way that Jesus does, with gentleness and compassion, yet remembering that meekness and gentleness does not equal weakness, but rather tolerance of people and patience with them. Paul implores the Corinthians and therefore us not to wage war according to human standards. By this he means that when we engage in cross-cultural mission, we must not do so in our own strength and using only our own resources, but rather to rely fully on God, whose mission we are invited to join in with. The intellectual arguments or strongholds of those who don't share our faith can feel intimidating, and it can be easy to forget the truth of the good news of Jesus which is far more powerful than any good advice or clever arguments we might come up with for ourselves. Remember too, that we have the authority to speak this good news out. The word look at the start of verse 7 has more in common with the word judge. Paul is telling the Corinthians that they must stop judging who does and who does not belong to Christ based on appearances an important lesson for all involved in cross-cultural mission. It is not us calling people to look more like us, but Jesus calling each person to look more and more like him. An important part of Paul's ministry was encouraging and building people up. When engaging in cross-cultural mission, it is vital that indigenous leaders who can speak the language of their peers are encouraged and built up in their faith and gifts 
in order that mission can continue from within that culture. Paul is a pioneer. He's not interested in making comparisons between what he has been called to do and what others have been called to do. Neither is he interested in taking credit for the work of others. Paul's hope is that the sphere of action among you may be greatly enlarged, that the good news of Jesus might be shared beyond its current limits. For Paul, this means to the Gentiles. The implication here is that Paul feels constrained as he deals with these arguments coming from within the established church at Corinth and held back from sharing the good news of Jesus further afield. A stark reminder that sometimes the greatest barriers to cross-cultural mission can come from within the church itself. Let us join together in praying the collect for the Sunday next before Lent. Almighty Father, whose Son was revealed in majesty before he suffered death upon the cross, give us grace to perceive his glory, that we may be strengthened to suffer with him and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening.